climb aboard. We're ready for another fun time. It's the Y'all Show, where we discuss the South from Alabama to West Virginia, from Florida to Missouri. Oh, we got you covered like the dew covers Dixie. This is the show that's all about the Dixie population and all that goes on in it. I'm John Rawl. Good to have you back here on this Wednesday edition. We've got some really disturbing headlines that we'll get to in just a second from throughout the Southeast. We have people going to prison. We've got other bad flooding in Arkansas and Missouri to tell you about. Also, later this hour, we've got Jonathan Leifheit dropping by with the ACC Spotlight for the week. We've got incredible news on the ACC from a college baseball standpoint as the Super Regionals are getting ready to go off this weekend. And roughly 25% of all the participants are from the Atlantic Coast Conference. So we'll have info on that. Plus, the odds of the champions of the ACC in football have been released. And we'll discuss that with Jonathan Plus, we've got basketball news from the ACC before we wrap up the hour. All that with our friend from CBS Sports Digital and 24-7 Sports heading your way before we turn the page to hour two. And when we get to the second hour of this y'all show, we'll have hashtag hullabaloo. Plenty of good stuff there. And then we'll go right to Nashville, where this is probably the biggest week all year in Music City because it's the CMA Music Festival as Fanfare is back. And Precious Harris is standing by, ready to celebrate in Nashville, Tennessee. In fact, the celebration begins big time tonight as the CMT Music Awards will be live from Music City. Precious will have a preview of that and all the other big stars will be in Nashville for the CMA Music Festival. So we'll have all the info that you need with Precious in Hour 2. It's our Nashville Music Line Spotlight direct from Music Row in Nashville, Music City, USA. So can't wait to share that with you here on today's Y'all Show. If you want to connect to the Y'all Show, so easy to do. All you got to do is call us, 803-816-1170. That's a number you can call or text at your leisure. Operator standing by 24-7-803-816-1170. Also, our email address, y'allshow at y'all.com. Our website, y'all.com, where we have plenty of incredible stories that you just want to go find and share with your friends and family. We're on Facebook. Go to y'all.com on Facebook. And where else are we? We're on the apps. If you have a smartphone or an iPad before Tim Cook kills all the podcast options of the world for iTunes, <laughs> you can find us right now. I'll go on there and search an Apple podcast for y'all show. It's a free download each and every day. Also, we're on the TuneIn radio app and the iHeart radio app. All great, all free. And all you got to do is go on there and search y'all show and set it up to listen to it. Plus we're on wonderful radio stations stretching across the Southeast. And we appreciate everybody listening to us here as we begin this hour of the y'all show. Okay. Let's get into headlines from across the South. And once again, I'm talking about the flooding in some of our part of the portions of the Southeast right now, man, Pine Bluff, Arkansas is getting hit hard by the floodwaters of the Arkansas River. The mayor of Pine Bluff, Shirley Washington, said federal and state aid will be crucial to help the town of about 42,000 clean up and rebuild after record-breaking flooding in that town south of Little Rock. The river isn't expected to crest at its high of 51 feet until early on Thursday morning, roughly 1 a.m., and this is 40 miles southeast of Little Rock, the state capital, 
The Arkansas River has been flooding for almost two weeks after intense rainfall in Oklahoma and Kansas forced officials to release water from a strained dam northeast of Tulsa, Oklahoma. Now, I have a report from Arkansas that I'm going to share with you, especially if you're in the natural state. This may mean a lot more to you than if you aren't right there in Arkansas. But these are some water level readings as of Tuesday morning to tell you about. And the Arkansas River at Van Buren was at 33 feet and 5 inches and falling. And it's forecast to be out of major flood stage Thursday. That's good news from Van Buren. In Ozark, it was falling at 372 feet and 47 inches. I don't know if that's right. I think they might have. There's no way that river could go from 33 at Van Buren to Ozark at 372. But I'm just telling what's on the page here. I think that's a misprint. Three, We'll say 37 feet there at Ozark. Now it's falling at Dardanelle. That's northwest of Little Rock, 44 feet there. Falling at Moralton, that's at 42 feet. And then it's cresting around Little Rock. At Little Rock, it's 29 feet, 40, 2941 is the reading there. And in Pine Bluff, it's rising at 50 feet. 50 feet is where it's registering there. And then further down at Pendleton, it's 36 feet and rising. Forecast to crest at 37 feet on June 7th. And again, historic crest going on in the area. Now, to give you an idea of some of the history of these rivers and their cresting the history the highest record at dardanelle and that's yale county in fact if you go watch that john wayne movie she talks about being from yale county and uh, dardanelle is is right there at yale county northwest of little rock and the highest crest previous is at 44 feet back in 1943 right in the middle of world war ii and as i said dardanelle it's 44 feet and falling 44 feet there so we are right at the same level as the highest crest ever in the history of the arkansas river and i'm not even telling you about the mississippi river that's where the arkansas river flood it goes into the mississippi river kind of in southeast arkansas right on the mississippi river across from mississippi so yeah we've got all this flooding it continues to be a headline and just Keep that in mind if you're heading to the natural state anytime soon. They're really hurting this week, and it may be weeks and months ahead of of recovery for a lot of these towns that are really feeling the effect of floodwaters. To my home county of Lexington, South Carolina, and a jury there has found Timothy Jones Jr. He's been found guilty on all charges after he's accused of murdering his five children back in 2014. Now, this is a story that got a lot of big headlines because he killed his own children and then he ran and le- left lexington county left south carolina and i think he got arrested in alabama he's a native of mississippi he's actually a graduate of mississippi state university and he tried to say that he was insane when he killed his kids but the jury has decided that he's not insane and has he's pleaded not guilty by reason of insanity they didn't go for that and this man, after more than three weeks of testimony, a jury reached that verdict on Tuesday in Lexington, South Carolina. And again, he killed his five kids back in 2014. Just a horrible scene. I remember that was a big story at the time. But golly, we've had so many horrible things happen. It's easy to forget. But five precious children this man killed. And he had a, he was gainfully employed, too. Like I said, he was a graduate of Mississippi State. 
and was I think he had a decent job in South Carolina, and then he goes and kills his five kids, and now sentence they're guilty on all charges. I guess sentencing to come, but I can't imagine any other option but the death penalty for Timothy Jones Jr. in South Carolina. A disturbing story coming from Arkansas, and this relates to the Houston area. As we told you a few days ago about four-year-old Malia Davis missing in the Houston area, and now it appears the remains discovered in a black garbage bag in the natural state at the end of last week have been positively positively identified as four-year-old Davis. As Monday reports came out from the Harrison County Institute of Forensic Sciences, that Davis's cause and manner of death will be determined after additional testing and information, but they did confirm that the remains found in Fulton, Arkansas, were indeed that of four-year-old Malia Davis. And crews searching Fulton, Arkansas, after a road cleanup crew found a black garbage bag on the roadside emitting a foul odor, and police learned earlier in the day that the missing girl's stepfather told an activist Friday morning that the girl's death was accidental and that he dumped her body in arkansas again her stepfather arrested accused of her death but taking the child outside of texas to arkansas to to dump her body a disturbing story from the state of texas here's another bad story coming from the lone star state the top u.s cardinal accused of protecting a deputy after sex abuse and the cardinal daniel denardo of the houston area he first met Laura Pontikes in his wood-paneled conference room in December of 2016. The leader of the U.S. Catholic Church's response to its sex abuse scandal said all the right things. He praised her for coming forward to report that his deputy in the Galveston-Houston Archdiocese had manipulated her into a sexual relationship and declared her a victim of the priest. And emails and other documents obtained by the AP this week show that the relationship had gone on for years even as the priest heard her confessions, counseled her husband on their marriage, and pressed the couple for hundreds of thousands of dollars in donation. And she says she was assured that the priest, Monsignor Frank Rossi, would never be a pastor or counsel women again. But then she found out that Donardo allowed Rossi to make take a new job as a pastor of a parish two hours away in East Texas. And this is another chapter. This 55-year-old construction executive, Laura Pontax, of texas finding out about all this and again finding out that a top u.s cardinal is now accused of protecting a deputy after sex abuse happened at least alleged sex abuse there in the houston area and this is yet again more of an embarrassing stunt for the catholic church this time from 55 year old women most of these catholic allegations and often are indeed facts did happen if not all cases happen, they are from little kids. And here it is with an adult claiming this. Tough times in the Catholic Church for sure. All right, more headlines to Virginia we go. And unfortunately, as we told you here at the start of this week, as we recap what happened in Virginia Beach on Friday, that mass shooting where at least a dozen people were killed, the governor of Virginia, Ralph Northam, has come out and said he will summon lawmakers back to the Richmond, to the state capitol this summer to take up a package of gun control legislation saying the mass shooting in Virginia Beach last week calls for votes and laws, not thoughts and prayers. 
and the Democrat faced with a gun-friendly Republican-controlled General Assembly in the middle of a legislative election year, said he wants every lawmaker to go on record for or against his proposals during the special session, rather than avoid the tough votes by quietly killing the bills and subcommittee so this is again the same ralph northam that's been in the news all this year for the blackface scandal and now he's seizing this moment to maybe do some good if you're in his camp or maybe trying to fight something that most people will say according to our second amendment is nothing you can fight going after gun rights but more to come from the commonwealth of virginia and that now a deputy in florida has been charged for an action that's right in action during the Parkland shooting, this is the deputy who knew a gunman was loose at the Parkland High School, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School, but refused to go inside to confront the assailant. And he was arrested Tuesday on 11 criminal charges related to the inaction during the massacre that killed 17 people on February 14th, 2018. Scott Peterson was assigned to the school as a resource officer, and then he did not go into the building when bullets were flying. He's been charged with child neglect culpable negligence and perjury allegations that carry a maximum potential prison sentence of nearly 100 years so that a story that i I didn't think this guy would get charged a crime as the case is i I mean he certainly didn't help matters out by not going in but man they're getting a little aggressive there in prosecution and i guess if he's indeed found guilty well that's the way it goes but this deputy charged for the parkland school shooting not being not not fulfilling his obligation to protect and not going in to try to eliminate the murderer there back in 2018 a bill in the alabama legislature has passed and it will require chemical castration for certain child molesters and that's if it is indeed signed into law the bill known as hb 379 was introduced by a state representative Steve Hurst, a Republican, and it targets child sex offenders whose offenses involve anyone under 13, according to the legislation. The measure would require certain child sex offenders to undergo chemical castration before being released from prison, and it's now awaiting Kay Ivey's signature. And so the offenders would be required to foot the bill for the procedure. Refusing to undergo the castration would constitute a violation of parole, according to the bill. So in Montgomery, more... I I won't call this a bad bill, but certainly not what you're used to seeing in today's politically correct environment, a castration bill going forward. But according to this, it's going to be used against certain child molesters, if indeed signed into law by Kay Ivey. A funeral has been set for civil rights icon and New Orleans chef Leah Chase. She died this week at the age of 96, and she transformed Dookie Chase's restaurant from a sandwich shop to a fine dining establishment known around the country. And during the Civil Rights Movement, she helped feed people like Martin Luther King Jr. and Thurgood Marshall. A memorial service is planned for Saturday at the Xavier University Convocation Center in New Orleans. And that's planned from 10 a.m. to 4.30. A long day there celebrating the life of this woman who was a really renowned person in the new orleans area and a public viewing and funeral set up in new orleans again for civil rights icon and chef leah chase of new orleans who passed away this week at the age of 96 now tomorrow is june 6th and if you don't know your military history that's d-day 
And tomorrow is the 75th anniversary of that amazing day of 1944. An amazing day because the United States, Britain, Canada, and others, they led the greatest armada ever in military history and were successful in knocking out the Germans in Normandy. And we know the rest of the story with World War II. Now, there's stories coming out today from some of our survivors, and we don't have many left, but there are a few, including one man from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, who was a black soldier during World War II, and the Associated Press has caught up with this Baton Rouge resident, Waverly Woodson Jr., who was a corporal and a medic with a battalion there in World War II, and roughly 2,000 black troops are believed to have hit the shores of Normandy on June 6, 1944, mostly in a support role, as at that time, I think it was pretty much a law that you had to be a soldier. Uh, blacks essentially weren't allowed to be in combat officially, I think. Although I've heard before that black soldiers were driving tanks and things like that. I know so because I heard a Battle of the Bulge veteran talking about a black unit that was riding tanks. And, and I know some were part of the Tuskegee Airmen, which had aviation objectives in world war ii but yes most of them were part of the red ball express and things like that and in the navy they were cooks on the ships but they were veterans nonetheless and heroes just like all the world war ii veterans and again the associated press with the story out this week fighting germans and jim crow role of black troops on d-day research that check it out should be a good read and again tomorrow june 6 the 75th anniversary of d-day to nashville tennessee and we now know the date that the Speaker of the House of Tennessee is going to resign as the Speaker of the House been in some controversy in the last month. Glenn Casada is going to step down on August 2nd, and he's asked Governor Bill Lee to convene a special session to choose his successor. He sent a letter to the House members on Tuesday announcing his intentions, and this is a Franklin, Tennessee representative who had a person working underneath him that definitely did some really disturbing things. And Casada, really, he pretty much didn't probably do what he should have done. And, and now he's stepping away from his role as Speaker of the House of the State of Tennessee. His 60th birthday, by the, by the way, is going to be August 2nd, the day that he will resign as the House Speaker in Tennessee's state government. Now, I don't know if he wants to be a part of this or not, but right now, Tennessee is kind of going to war, at least in a court proceeding against the state of Mississippi. And they're fighting over water rights as the two states are now await a ruling in a water rights dispute between the Magnolia state and the volunteer state a hearing in Nashville ended last week. Both states have submitted post hearing briefs to a special master overseeing the case within 90 days. Mississippi claims Tennessee is unlawfully pumping water from the Mississippi portion of the Memphis sand aquifer for use by Memphis residents. The aquifer lies below parts of Tennessee, Mississippi, and other states. And the suit claims Tennessee has, quote, invaded Mississippi's sovereign territory and violated Mississippi water law by taking the natural resource. So they might be suiting up right there in Shelby County, one side over there in South Haven and Olive Branch, ready to go against all the Memphis and Shelby County residents over water. I didn't know the water around that area of Memphis was that good to drink anyway, but yeah, Water rights is kind of a big deal, and Mississippi and Tennessee are going to court over it. If you don't believe me, just read the headlines. And finally, as we wrap up our headlines from across the southeast, a thief in Florida has taken a blowtorch to an ATM. Okay, 
you'd think he was able to go in there and get a couple of Benjamins. No. Instead, the authorities there in Okaloosa Island, Florida, say that these burglars, two of them, thought they were clever when they used this blowtorch to break into the ATM machine. But, hey, they didn't have the luck they were looking for. Instead, the burning heat actually welded the ATM's hinges shut. And the Okaloosa County Sheriff's officials say video surveillance shows these two male suspects entering the boardwalk on Okaloosa Island on Friday, one armed with a crowbar and appeared to serve as a lookout while the other took the blowtorch to the ATM. And again, it kind of welded parts shut. And these two idiots walked away with nothing but embarrassment. I guess they didn't get arrested, though. That's, if anything, good. But something tells me they're in Okaloosa Island in the panhandle of Florida. They're going to they're gonna find these fellas and... The Okaloosa County Sheriff's Office will be locking them up soon and putting them, I guess, in the jail in Crestview is Okaloosa County. All right. Well, that is a look at our headlines here on today's Y'all Show. When we come back, we're going to have our ACC spotlight. Our friend Jonathan Leifheit is ready to talk ACC football, basketball, and a little college baseball to get it going. All that is next. Don't you go anywhere. You're catering a wedding, and the bride says, Everyone is raving about the hors d'oeuvres. My aunt was asking if you do corporate events. Now is the time when the right business card is essential, and Vistaprint can help. Head to Vistaprint.com, and you can customize 500 cards starting at just $9.99. You choose the paper, the shape, and the finish. Whatever your style, create a card that gives you the confidence to own the now. So head to Vistaprint.com and get 500 business cards starting at $9.99. Use promo code 2424 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 2424. Hi, I'm Paul. I know what you're thinking. Oh, great. Another wireless ad. I know how you feel. And it seems like they're always full of this complicated, tricky language about their networks and offers and blah, blah, blah. Well, Sprint is going to do things differently and let you decide for yourself with their new 100% total satisfaction guarantee. Try it for 30 days, love it, or your money back. See? Simple. Now get both Sprint's unlimited plan and the all-new Samsung Galaxy S10 included for just $35 per month per line for five lines. So switch now. Visit your local Sprint store, Sprint.com, or call 800-SPRINT-1 today. 30-day guarantee with new line of service. S10 128 gigabyte, $15 a month after $22.50 a month credit for 18 months credit applied within two bills. But canceled early, remaining balance due. Unlimited basic after 630.20, pay $32 per month per line for five lines with auto pay. Data D prioritization during congestion. Coverage and offer not available everywhere. Speed maximums, use rules, $30 activation fee and restrictions apply. Unisom knows when you don't get enough sleep, it's hard to avoid the fog. It's a sneaky fella. Hates sleep. Only appears when you don't get enough of it. I've seen the fog make a guy pour salt in his coffee. Thought it was sugar. Ever fold an entire basket of dirty laundry? Wasn't you. It was the fog. Unisom is specially formulated to help you fall asleep fast and get a good night's sleep. You'll wake up ready to take on the day. Sleeping well is the fog's worst nightmare. Unisom. Use as directed.
The Cards of Louisville. They advance to the Super Regionals. We've got plenty of college baseball to talk about. Welcome back. This is y'all. This is our ACC Spotlight. And to talk about ACC sports, we welcome in from CBS Sports Digital and 24-7 Sports, Jonathan Leifheit. Hello, Jonathan. Hopefully you made it through last week when we weren't on with you with an original report and you were able to maybe recharge. And we've got you now and we're not letting go this time. Well, you know, uh, I was starting to go through withdrawal symptoms, but I think we're good now. Well, it would be withdrawal y'alls if you're talking about this show. That is true. Well, Jonathan, we want to talk about ACC football with you. We've got other sports to get to, including some basketball news to pass along. But the sport that's in contention right now is college baseball. The Super Regionals are going to be starting up on Friday, and there's a whole host of ACC teams that have punched their ticket in the super regional play. And two of those two teams, two of the teams from the ACC get going on Friday and then several more come to play on Saturday with the opening rounds there with all that. So Jonathan, just to kind of highlight the teams that made it. Yes. Dan McDonald's Louisville Cardinals. They're in the super regionals. You also have from the ACC Duke, which had an impressive regional win at Morgantown, West Virginia. We'll tell you who both the cards and the devils are playing on Friday. Also from the ACC, you have North Carolina punching its super regional ticket, Florida state. You also have, from the ACC, is that it? In North Carolina, did I say North Carolina? I think it's about five or four teams from the conference made it. Yeah, that's it. You got them all. Did I say four? Uh, you said uh, one, two, three. Yeah, four. There okay. should be four of them. All right, four of them made it. Now, that's a great testament. Now, here are the total teams, and then you can figure out who all your favorite ACC team is that made it into it. East Carolina and Louisville have their regional. That's going to be taking place and Louisville, Kentucky, and that starts noon Eastern. I think it is on Friday, that televised on ESPN2. Then Oklahoma State and Texas Tech have a regional. Duke is going to be going to Nashville, where they'll be facing the Vanderbilt Commodores. And that series set to start on Friday evening at 6 Central Time, I think it is. And then Michigan made it, and they're playing at UCLA in the Super Regionals. And then when you get to Saturday, other teams that are playing for the first time include the Auburn Tigers at Chapel Hill. They'll be taking on the UNC Tar Heels at high noon on ESPN2. Mississippi will be playing an SEC West rival in Arkansas in a Super Regional. The Florida State Seminoles will be at LSU on Saturday. Stanford's at Mississippi State. And Oklahoma State, I already mentioned them. That's kind of a look at all the 16 teams that are in the regionals. But again, to kind of recap from the ACC perspective, you've got Louisville, you've got Florida State, you've got Duke, and you've got North Carolina. I think that's right. Or Louisville. And that's the total number of teams in the college baseball. Now, Jonathan, there were a lot more teams than that that made it into the baseball playoffs. Unfortunately for Clemson, unfortunately for NC State, and, and unfortunately for Georgia Tech, they weren't able to get past that opening weekend to make it to the Super Regionals. Yeah, I believe uh, Clemson was out in two of them, uh, in two straight. Uh, NC State, I think, won one game, but then they, they uh, managed to lose two straight as well. Uh, Georgia Tech made it all the way to the regional finals, but um, uh, couldn't get uh, they got stuck in the losers bracket on uh, Saturday night on a on a ninth inning loss 
and then couldn't uh, couldn't come through and, and pull it back out. So uh, uh, those teams definitely uh, – uh, Georgia Tech, I think, was the biggest disappointment. They were a, a national number three seed uh, and couldn't even make it out of their own regional. Yeah, uh, Auburn comes into Russ Chandler and pulls out a series win and moves on in the college baseball playoffs. All right, Jonathan, let's talk a little ACC football, if you don't mind. And CBS Sports has come out. That's your partners there with CBS Sports Digital. And CBSSports.com has come out with the 2019 ACC Championship Odds. Is Clemson worth it? Is such a heavy favorite is the title of this article penned by Chip Patterson. So no surprise, Clemson's your odds-on favorite at minus 600. But the rest of the teams, the way they stack up, is a point of conversation. So I don't know if you had a chance to research this story out on CBSSports.com, but your thoughts on it. Yeah, um, so, I mean, obviously Clemson's a prohibitive favorite. Nobody else really has really uh, shown any indication that they're in their class. But uh, I did find the the, the, the entire list kind of uh, interesting um, of particular note. Uh, most people have Georgia Tech uh, slated to finish last in the Coastal, yet they were sitting uh, firmly in the middle of the pack at uh, um, really kind of 650, I guess it was 65 to 1 or whatever, however it is you make the calculations. But uh, that one was interesting. And then the long shot, uh, obviously Louisville, that did not surprise me at all. Um, Miami coming in second at 17 to 2, probably not a good bet. I would actually pick Virginia over them at this point and Virginia Tech both of them I think are better bets right now but all in all uh, it's clear Clemson's going to be the odds on favorite and everybody else is just uh, hoping that they can uh, uh, finish finish, uh, with a I guess get to a bowl game. Yeah according to this article the odds for Miami are a plus 850 Virginia as you mentioned a plus 3000 and that's the same mark that Virginia Tech has out of the coastal division would you say Miami has the potential this year to be contending in the coastal? Uh well um yes because really all the teams in the coastal have the, the ability to contend okay. and that's that's more an indictment on the coastal than any, any indicator of any any particular team that is a favorite I don't think there are any favorites. Probably when uh, we get around ACC media days in July, if I had to make a guess, Virginia, given how they finished and, and kind of what they've got returning, Virginia will possibly be one of the favorites. Miami probably will get, uh, you know, probably be the top or the second choice, but I'm not sold on them given their quarterback uh, situation. All right. Well, again, ACC media days, as you mentioned, We'll be here before you know it. It's going to be in Charlotte, July 17th and 18th. And we'll have all the good stuff coming from Charlotte on the Y'all Show in just over a month. Jonathan, hard to believe that we're that close. And, of course, the SEC's kind of moved their schedule up. But now it looks like all the teams or all the conferences are kind of following suit. As I said, the ACC is going to be just two days after the SEC gets together this year. And Hoover, once again, July 15th through 18th for the SEC, ACC, right after that. There were some years, Jonathan, that those two power conferences from right here in the South were at the exact same time. Yeah, they, there were. And I think uh, there's also been some times when one or the other of those two's overlap with the Big Ten um, as well. Um, the Pac-10, uh, Pac-12, excuse me, usually is a little later. Um, and the Big 12, I'm not even sure when they hold theirs. Big 12 this year is July 15th through the 16th in Arlington, Texas. Americans got theirs July 15th through the 16th as well in beautiful downtown Newport, Rhode Island. Jonathan, make plans to go, uh, go to that if you don't mind. 
Uh, yeah, I'll get right on those uh, plane reservations. But again, the ACC back in the Queen City, July 17th through the 18th, they can get it done in the ACC in two days, where that other conference takes them about four days. Some of that might be a little bit overkill. But the one cool thing about the ACC media days is all of the coaches are all there at the same time. That doesn't happen at the SEC event. Well, actually, they've kind of divided it now where the the Atlantic will be on the 17th and the Coast will be on the 18th. Ah. Uh, they may overlap some on the uh, kind of the evening of the 17th, but uh, by and large, the media access will be split between two days uh, in those two respective divisions. I thought the ACC always had like a photo op of all the coaches there at the media days and maybe did something yeah. fun with media. They, they do do, they will have uh, uh, some photo op stuff that will go on and generally that's like either the night of the, the seventh, that's the first night and the, and the second morning. And then the, you know, the whatever group is, isn't that day, they'll take off. Um, so there is some point where they're there at the same time, but there's also, uh, it's not very long and it's really just selecting a few photo ops and then get out of there. All right. Well, one of those coaches that will be present and will have a big smile on his face is Virginia head football coach Bronco Mendenhall. In addition to having a very good 2018 season, which included a Belk Bowl win over South Carolina, a shutout of the Gamecocks, the head coach of the Cavaliers has signed a contract extension in Charlottesville. Jonathan, what more can you tell us about that? Well, to me, I was actually when I read when I read through the extension, I was a little surprised because uh, normally uh, uh, teams will keep a coach kind of on a five-year contract and they'll roll them over year to year. And Mendenhall was actually only uh, signed through 2022, which would be the next like three or four years. Uh, so they've extended him two more years to get him kind of back on that, on that five-year uh, kind of a schedule. And they'll do that for recruiting purposes because what, you know, the, the theory is, is if you let the contract run out, you lose the coach and the kids, you won't be able to recruit. So you're kind of hamstringing them there. So, but uh, kind of a surprise, and uh, he's done a pretty good job of kind of getting them starting, starting to get them turned around. We'll see if they can turn the corner um, or if they'll continue to kind of mire, you know, a little bit and kind of where they've been. All right, more coaching news from the ACC ranks. On Monday, the head coach of the Tar Heels, Mac Brown, went under the knife. The 67-year-old had a knee replacement surgery, and the intriguing thing about this surgery in North Carolina – is that it was performed by one of Mac Brown's former players, Jonathan? What is the word from the operating room? Well, the word is, is I believe it went well. But uh, um, Dr. Michael and I'll, I hope I can get this uh, pronounced right. Uh, Balignese, um, he played defensive back for Brown from '89 to '93 for the Tar Heels. Um, he did the surgery and uh, um, indicated that there will be no impact to the coach's summer schedule. Uh, he was actually discharged uh, Monday afternoon. All right. It is amazing in today's world when people have knee replacement surgeries, and I'm not sure I don't need to go get one right now the way I get around, but it changes people's lives, and maybe it'll do that for Mac Brown. Yeah, and I believe, uh, wasn't it uh, was uh, wasn't it uh, Nick Saban that just had, was it knee or hip for him? I can't remember which, uh, but he was up and moving pretty quickly as well, so uh, that's the amazing thing is just a couple of days after that happens that they've got you up and moving around. I think Saban needs to sign up for a personality replacement surgery. 
He's a little uh, little intense, isn't he? Yeah, a little bit. He needs to take a chill pill. I guess that's why they have alcohol for the rest of the world, not for Nick Saban, though. Hey, more coaching news. As the former interim head coach of the Louisville Cardinals, we started out this segment talking about the L and the former head coach after things went south for Coach Petrino. The interim coach, Lorenzo Ward, is going to the FCS ranks as the University of Tennessee Chattanooga's defensive coordinator now lorenzo ward has been all across the coaching ranks i think he's been at fresno state he's been at south carolina and now he's going to be going into the mocks of the southern conference and being the defensive coordinator which will be quite intriguing because his son suits up for the citadel bulldogs of the southern conference as a running back and so when those two teams get together this year that will be father versus son, and that'll be a fun thing. But congratulations to Lorenzo Ward moving on to UTC and the coaching staff there of Rusty Wright, the head coach of the Mocs. All right, Jonathan, we've got ACC basketball to talk about when we come back, both for the men and the women. Also, the SEC, we talked about them just a second ago and comparing the ACC and SEC from a media day standpoint. But Jonathan, on Friday of last week, as the SEC wrapped up their spring meetings, they did something that I don't think is policy in the ACC, and I want to get your thoughts about it. This is the Y'all Show, our ACC Spotlight, and we'll be right back to wrap it up. You're catering a wedding, and the bride says, Everyone is raving about the hors d'oeuvres. My aunt was asking if you do corporate events. Now is the time when the right business card is essential, and Vistaprint can help. Head to Vistaprint.com, and you can customize 500 cards starting at just $9.99. You choose the paper, the shape, and the finish. Whatever your style, create a card that gives you the confidence to own the now. So head to Vistaprint.com and get 500 business cards starting at $9.99. Use promo code 2424 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 2424. It's the Y'all Show here on this Wednesday. Wednesdays are for the ACC here on the All Southern Program. And as we switch over from the gridiron now in this segment to talk a little ACC basketball, Jonathan Lifeheights, our guest, he's with CBS Sports Digital and 24-7 Sports. Jonathan, a couple of ACC hoop stars have decided to stick around the ACC in 2019 and 2020 and will not go to the NBA draft and Help me if I butcher names here. Mamadi Diakite for Virginia? I believe that's how you say it, yeah. He says he's going to stick around? Yeah, he's sticking around. Um, I was actually, he's one of those, sometimes you'll see some guy that will uh, declare and you go, what? And he was one of those that kind of uh, of raised my kind of eyebrows a little bit. He only played uh, about 22 minutes a game, uh, averaged seven points, uh, four rebounds and almost two blocks a game. So while he was certainly, uh, you know, an impact player for the Hoos, I don't think he could qualify him as a, as a star. So it was a bit of a surprise to me when he, uh, um, declared for the, uh, for the draft. But I think his case was a lot of times they'll do that just to see 
and get an evaluation back until uh, so the NBA scouts can tell them what they need to work on for uh, for their uh, for their next year. Well, that's good news for Tony Bennett's club. However, Jonathan, do you happen to know the number of UVA players from the national championship team that will go on to the NBA and won't be suiting up for UVA this year? Um, let's see. I believe there are three of them. That's Ty okay. Jerome, DeAndre Hunter, and Kyle Guy are all making that leap. All right. And they, they're, they're, it's too late for them to change their mind, right? Uh, no, they, I believe they can still still change their mind. I think uh, the deadline though is coming up, and I can't remember what, okay. when that when the deadline is, but it's 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 coming becoming imminent. I will say that. All right, one other name from the ACC that has decided to skip out on his NBA plans at least for now is Jordan Noire of the Louisville Cardinals, as he announced that he's sticking around the U of L for another year. Hopefully, Jonathan, I didn't butcher that name too bad. No, you got it right, and this is really big for uh, for Louisville. He was a big part of uh, their success and uh, that they did have, and a, and a really really impact player. Um, so this is really good uh, good news for uh, for Louisville fans. All right, well, let's keep the good news going, Mister Lifeite. Now we turn our attention to women's basketball, and the NC State Wolfpack have given their head coach Wes Moore a six year deal, and the athletic director for the pack. Boo Corrigan announced the deal after it received approval from NC State's Board of Trustees last month and from the UNC System's Board of Governors this week. Now, Moore is going to make $750,000 per year under the deal that runs through the year 2025. The Packer, 140 and 58 in his six seasons in Raleigh, and they reached their second straight Sweet 16 this past season and were ranked number nine in the final top 25. And boy, I I had no idea that NC State had at least turned the page to a better success on the women's front after many years. Kay Yow led that program, and now here's this coach coming in and doing a good job after many years. Wes Moore getting rewarded with a new six-year contract. Congratulations to him after some turmoil on the women's head coaching front in the ACC in this offseason. Yeah, uh, he did. A, he he's done a really good job of kind of a. Uh, you know, filling in the void from and you know, following up and getting that program back on track. So, uh, congrats to him. All right. And one other women's basketball note to pass along the Notre Dame Fighting Irish are going to get a transfer from the Stanford Cardinal as guard Marta Snezak is transferring to South Bend to play for the national runner up Fighting Irish next season. She's five foot eight and should be a contributor there to the Irish as they try to get back into the national championship picture. But, yes, leaving Stanford to head to, I guess that would be one of their rivals, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Well, Jonathan, as we wrap up with you, now we're going to turn from you giving us the scoop on all the news of the ACC to kind of just getting your personal thoughts about this story that broke on Friday of last week. The Southeastern Conference has lifted a booze on bans at football games. So throughout the SEC, for more than 75 years now, you couldn't officially be boozing it up. But now the conference has at least given each member institution the right to sell booze if they want, not only at football games, but I guess all the sporting contests. Jonathan, are any ACC teams currently serving up alcohol? And if they aren't, do you see the ACC doing exactly what the SEC's just done? 
Well, the ACC actually doesn't have any policies in place that that, uh, that prohibit it. Okay. So they've already got that in place. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe uh, Miami at Sun Life Stadium uh, certainly sells it there. Um, and there are a number of other places where um, they might actually have what we'll call a club section or premium seating that allows it. As an example, Georgia Tech has a club section. Um, they don't allow you to bring the, necessarily bring the alcohol to your seat. But you can drink it in the lounge that is below the seats um, and then uh, return to your seat following that. So I believe a few of them do that. I don't have the complete list that do that. Um, but uh, right now, I believe it's there, there's there's a number that are considering that. But it has never been officially banned at ACC games. It's always been kind of up to the discretion of the uh um, of the individual member institutions uh, as to which way they want to go with that. Well, unlike the SEC with only Vanderbilt being the private institution in the 14 league t- uh, game, uh, league, the ACC, now that it has expanded, what are we pushing? About a third of the teams, maybe more, are private institutions. So I don't know how they feel about it, but I think, I mean, can you imagine a day, and it may already be there, but Wake Forest is your Southern Baptist Heritage College in the ACC. And could you imagine Wake Forest allowing people to walk around with Budweiser's in the stands? Well, as long as they don't dance, I think they'll be just fine. <laughs> yeah, they can't do that at Wake Forest for sure. Although they, like just about every other so-called Baptist school, they pretty much have done everything they can to disassociate with being an official Baptist yeah. school now, right? Yeah, that's, there's some truth to that. So you also have uh, Duke, which is uh, actually affiliated or was affiliated with the Methodists. Uh, Miami, I think, has no religious affiliation. Uh, Boston College has a little bit of, of uh, I think, affiliation with uh, with the Catholics, uh, some sort of Catholic connection there. And I'm trying to think which one of my what other one am I missing? Syracuse is a public. And nope, I think that's it. I think that's the that's all of them that are, are private. So, but uh, I don't believe any of them are currently doing anything with with alcohol. But uh, um, probably if they do anything, I think they'll probably move more to that. Like I mentioned, they'll have the premium sections where where it's allowed to be consumed underneath, but they'll probably not allow it in the stadium. Uh, that just seems to be the general direction right now. Yeah. Well. Jonathan, I don't know about you, but I can tell you that I've gone to college football games with a little bit of a buzz in the past, and uh, it makes for a good day if you don't go overboard. Yeah, and that's the key. And and in some cases, uh, there's actually some studies that, that will show that uh, by selling it at the games, what it does is it prevents people from loading up before the games and, and getting to that uh, past the tipping point as it as a as you mentioned, um, because it, it basically it means that they know that they can have another drink or two at the game so they don't load up beforehand. Um, and other people don't want to see it at all at the games. They just, you know, it's the, the people's opinions are all over the map. Uh, to me, to me, I think uh, I thought it was silly to, to, to ban it in. You might as well just allow. And if somebody gets bad, toss them out. Yeah. Well, can you imagine the Louisville Cardinals and or the Kentucky Wildcats with all the bourbon that goes around literally just outside of louisville or at what's now called kroger field if it's now legal to have bourbon in the stadium man talk about sponsorship opportunities 
Oh, oh yeah. Now I'm thinking really hard about my excuse to go up to Kentucky for a, for a ball game, you know? Well, Louisville, they just dropped the name of Papa John Stadium. So could you imagine it being like Woodford Reserve Stadium? Yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> I don't know if they were allowed to do that, but it's at least worth dreaming about Kentucky bourbon. A lot of people go to Louisville, not just for football. They, they go and tour the, all the distilleries and everything else there in that area of the commonwealth jonathan thank you so much for all that you provide us here and we will be back with you next week with the latest in all things acc and by next week we'll know who is heading to omaha and perhaps the acc will have a couple of teams en route to nebraska you have a great week and thank you for everything thanks much you guys have a wonderful rest of your week all right jonathan lifeite cbs sports digital and 24 7 sports after the break, we'll start up hour two of today's Y'all Show. We've got hashtag hullabaloo. You're not going to believe some of the fun stuff that we'll share with you. Plus, we'll go right to Nashville, Tennessee. Precious Harris has the latest Music Row report. And it's CMA Music Festival time in Nashville this very week. In fact, tonight on CMT, they got a big award show. Precious will tell you all about it. You don't want to miss it. All that in hour two of the Y'all Show. Talk with a Southern accent. Message and data rates may apply. Up to eight messages a month. TNC and privacy policy found at purple.com. Reply help for help or stop to cancel. Not to brag, but the Purple Mattress is a pretty big deal. And so is our Purple Memorial Day sale. For a limited time, get up to $100 off and a free set of luxury purple sheets when you buy a mattress. That's up to $229 in savings. Our biggest sale ever. What makes Purple such a big deal? It's the only mattress that gives your back the firm support it needs and the soft comfort you crave at the same time. No matter your body type or favorite sleep position, Dreading those hot summer nights? Purple's one-of-a-kind comfort technology naturally stays cool all night so you don't sweat the bed. Not to mention it isolates motion, is non-toxic, and is made right here in the USA. Because the best rest of your life starts on Purple. Don't miss out on Purple's humongous Memorial Day sale. Get $100 off and free sheets by texting TRY to 84888. Shop the best deal yet by texting TRY to 84888. That's T-R-Y to 84888. This is the Y'all Show. Good to have you back as we start another exciting hour of the All Southern Program. We're all Spanish moss. We're all seersucker. We're all peach pie, pecan pie, pecan pie. We're all crown, what is it, royal crown. We're RC Cola to moon pie. Yeah, and we're also cheer wine friendly, too, here on the Southern Show. Oh, yeah, we like college football, too. SEC, ACC. Hey, any of those sports, any of those conferences is right here in Dixie. We love to talk about here on the Y'all Show. And we like to talk a little music. And in just a few minutes, our friend Precious Harris, she's standing by on Music Road, Nashville, Tennessee. And she's going to let us know what's going on in Nashville this week. It's CMA Music Festival. Oh, what a party. 
and the party begins tonight if you happen to have on your satellite or cable cmt my old employer is putting on the cmt music awards and it will be right there from bridgestone arena in music city usa that's tonight precious is going to preview the award show she's going to preview all the excitement going on at nissan stadium over the next few days big names and a big time in davidson county tennessee all that precious will break it down in just a few minutes if you want to connect to us here on the y'all show so easy to do our number 803-816-1170 that's a text number that's a call-in number 803-816-1170 we want to hear from you if you have an opinion if you have a tip we welcome any of that right here at the y'all show now let's start off this hour with hashtag hullabaloo And if you are new to our show, this is where some of the craziest stuff in the internet sphere show up right here in my inbox, and we we relay it. We're kind of an ambassador of all kind of internet craziness when it comes to hashtag Hellblue. And case in point, we go to Rozzy Official at Metropole Cinema, and Rozzy Official profile says, I am so hashtag working class all right so this is a tweet coming from rosy official that i found now here's what rosy says now that i think of it in my last post all of south texas should become the republic of south texas let the north have their fun but we'll keep our southern roots down here all right we're talking about seceding in this case not from the north that would be the Yankee land. This, according to Rossi official, is a, is a secession of South Texas from the rest of Texas. The Lone Star Republic Part 2, I guess, is what we're talking about. And did y'all know, and I don't claim to be a Texan uh, at all, and I don't claim to be a expert on Texas history, but supposedly, and I'm sure whoever told me this wasn't making this up, but supposedly Texas is the only state... That is still guaranteed the right to leave the United States if they want to. You know, we fought a little war from 1861 to 65, of which states said we want to go off and be our own. And then Honest Abe decided to start a war to kind of keep them in the Union. And I don't think you can legally secede, even though I think that's not the way the country was founded. I thought it was all voluntarily to join the united states and if you didn't like it you could divorce the rest of the country that's what the civil war was about in addition to other things like slavery i'm not going to get on that defense or promotion of civil war points in this particular part of our show today i'll be happy to discuss that debate that any other time as a guy who likes the south however texas remember was a republic prior to the civil war where they kind of went off as their own country, the Republic of Texas, and then they ended up being annexed by the United States. And you had the war with Mexico of the 1840s and such. But yeah, there's a weird deal that's still in existence from that time period that Texas is still kind of its own thing. And Rossi officials saying, hey, we want to be our own republic, but we don't want to be the Republic of Texas. We want to be the Republic of South Texas. My question is, where do you start that? Does that include Austin? Is Austin part of South Texas, or is it part of the old Texas? Are we starting south of Corpus Christi? 
Are we just talking about the Rio Grande Valley? I don't know where you're talking about, Riley, but I bet you there's a lot of people, especially in East Texas, working down toward Galveston, who would be all for that. They're, would, they probably would love to break off Texas to be more, at least their portion, connected to the rest of the Southeast, like Louisiana and Arkansas. My kind of places there in Livingston, Texas, and also working up to Lufkin, Texas, and all the other neat places of East Texas. Beaumont, good place there. All right. Next tweet comes from Joe Watson Hackle at J-O-H-A-C-K-L, a writer, a lawyer, adventurer, and founder of Outdoors Ossity. At Outdoor Ossity. Smack dab in the middle of maybe. A Random House Kids winner and a Southern Prize Children's Lit Indie next and okra pick. Okay, you're over my skis here with what you're promoting here, Joe Watson Hackle. But let's let's go into what Joe Watson Hackle has to say on Twitter this week. Did anyone say Mississippi Road Trip? You can visit the real-life Mississippi places that inspired the book and find other great Mississippi cultural attractions at smackdabms.com. Hashtag visit MS, hashtag this writing life. Okay, this is a author who's promoting her book, Smack Dab in the Middle of Maybe. But she wants you to go to Mississippi for a road trip. And you can visit the real-life Mississippi that have inspired not only her book, but yeah, Mississippi. And I'm a guy who lived there a long time. I have blood. I got kin folk there right now. Well, actually, they're not there right now. They're in Alabama for a week enjoying a little vacation Bible school. But Mississippi is near and dear to me. And there's places in Mississippi I still haven't been to, Joe Watson Hackle. So, yeah, I just told y'all this week I went above the Ohio River for a few days and toured Yankee land. Maybe I need to get back to the Magnolia State and tour places that I still haven't been to. I, I will raise my hand and swear that I've never been to Raleigh, Mississippi before. I have not been to raleigh i have not been to taylorsville mississippi i've uh, been close to it though that's right on the louisiana line is where that is raleigh is kind of not far from meridian let me see i, I know where i want to go i want to go to the smallest county by population in all of mississippi i am intrigued by issaquina county issaquina county is directly above vicksburg on the mississippi river its population for the entire county is less than a thousand people. I think the capital or capital, the county seat of Issaquina County is Rolling Fork, I think. And it's right on the Mississippi. It's actually just across the river from Louisiana. And I should know Lake Providence, I think, is the name of the town over in Louisiana. But yes, I want to go to Issaquina County. I've never set foot in that county of mississippi so yeah i need to make plans to get back to mississippi but go to the places that i don't normally go to that would be that would be some kind of trip and if i if i go there joe watson you can you can write all about it in your book smack dab in the middle of maybe part two perhaps all right finally speaking of authors stephen ramirez is an author at by stephen ramirez on twitter and he's promoting a book not his own but he's got a book he's out promoting that he says wanting to let the public know the Southern Side of Paradise by Christy Woodson Harvey. And this is a book out right now. Again, Christy is spelled K-R-I-S-T-Y. Middle name is Woodson, last name Harvey, just like Steve Harvey. 
and the book is The Southern Side of Paradise from the author of Slightly South of Simple. And the I like the cover. The cover is a lady in a very beautiful pool that all you see is the emerald green water of this pool, and she's right there in the middle of a raft, a, a pink raft at that. Now, that's a beautiful cover for the Christy Woodson Harvey book, The Southern Side of Paradise. Maybe they're talking about Issaquina County in that book. I'm not sure. But, yeah, appreciate Stephen Ramirez, an author, sharing that about not himself, but I guess his friend. Again, he said on Twitter he just wants to let the public know about The Southern Side of Paradise. Well, we appreciate What a southern gentleman Stephen Ramirez is for letting us know that. And what a southern guy or gal you are for listening to the Y'all Show talk with a southern accent as we give you all the fun each couple of days actually when we give you hashtag hullabaloo not just once a week but usually two to three times a week here on the y'all show well we give you plenty of good country music talk guaranteed at least once a week when precious harris joins us right on music row in nashville music city usa and guess what she's up next it's cma music festival slash fanfare week in nashville and i can't wait to find out what's going on i was just in nashville over the weekend for about 24 hours and saw all the people getting set up for CMA Music Festival, and I can't wait to hear what the insider has to tell us about this event in Nashville. That's up next on Y'all Talk With a Southern Accent. You're catering a wedding, and the bride says, Everyone is raving about the hors d'oeuvres. My aunt was asking if you do corporate events. Now is the time when the right business card is essential, and Vistaprint can help. Head to Vistaprint.com, and you can customize 500 cards starting at just $9.99. You choose the paper, the shape, and the finish. Whatever your style, create a card that gives you the confidence to own the now. So head to Vistaprint.com and get 500 business cards starting at $9.99. Use promo code 2424 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 2424. Hi, I'm Paul. I know what you're thinking. Oh, great. Another wireless ad. I know how you feel. And it seems like they're always full of this complicated, tricky language about their networks and offers and blah, blah, blah. Well, Sprint is going to do things differently and let you decide for yourself with their new 100% total satisfaction guarantee. Try it for 30 days, love it, or your money back. See? Simple. Now get both Sprint's Unlimited plan and the all-new Samsung Galaxy S10 included for just $35 per month per line for five lines. So switch now. Visit your local Sprint store, Sprint.com, or call 800-SPRINT-1 today. 30-day guarantee with new line of service. S10 128 gigabyte, $15 a month after $22.50 a month credit for 18 months credit applied within two bills. The canceled early, remaining balance due. Unlimited basic after 630.20, pay $32 per month per line for five lines with auto pay. Day-to-day prioritization during congestion. Coverage not are not available everywhere. Speed maximums, use rules, $30 activation fee, and restrictions apply. Unisom knows when you don't get enough sleep, it's hard to avoid the fog. It's a sneaky fella. Hates sleep. Only appears when you don't get enough of it. I've seen the fog make a guy pour salt in his coffee. Thought it was sugar. Ever fold an entire basket of dirty laundry? Wasn't you. It was the fog. Unisom is specially formulated to help you fall asleep fast and get a good night's sleep. You'll wake up ready to take on the day. Sleeping well is the fog's worst nightmare. Unisom. Use as directed.
But it was soon to become so clear I didn't know enough One day I found a note beside the ring she left behind Said here is all you need to know for better love next time Say love is strong and true Let her know all she means to you Sure she's a special one Who shines in your life like the rising sun Billy Ray Cyrus music for you here on this Wednesday. Welcome back. It's y'all talk with a southern accent. It's our country music spotlight. And we have a darn good reason why we're playing Billy Ray Cyrus music here on this day. But more on that in a minute. First and foremost, we got to welcome in the Maven of Music Row, Precious Harris, author of Nashville Music Line and College of Songology. And she's joining us right now from area code 615 hello precious hello and it's good to be back from the jolly old england yes we are glad that you made time to join us but also that you made time to re- rejoin us here in the good old usa <laughs> oh, me too i'm glad to be home i'm saying don't get me wrong i love being over there but it's good to be back on <laughs> so especially when uh Come back with a little bit of bronchitis, but I'm ready to go and rock and roll. Well, we so can, may have to stop and cough. <laughs> that, that's fine. We call, <clears throat> might call it a little jet lag, but precious, we're fortunate enough here that I can confirm that yes, indeed, you are back in good old Middle Tennessee because I saw you this past weekend and looking dapper, even though she has been all over the world here in the last couple of days precious we're not going to talk about great britain today we're going to talk about great music city because this week is the biggest week of the year for the country music calendar it's cma music fest in nashville tennessee going on thursday through monday june 10th and events at nissan stadium and more precious happy cma music fest to you Oh, well, thank you. I've actually already been, we would already got in line and got our wristbands for CMT Music Awards Sunday. So it sort of started early for us. And we've been uh, songwriting today and doing social media posts to get ready for the week. Tomorrow, we're doing Craig Campbell's Cornhole, Cornhole Challenge. And then Wednesday, we've got the CMT Awards. And Thursday, we've got Kane Brown, Kelsey Ballerini, and Rascal Blatt in Florida Georgia Line performing. And then Friday, uh, one of my clients has actually been chosen to do the Black River Challenge for 60 seconds to a record deal. And then we've got Dan and Shay and Carrie and Thomas Red on Friday. Saturday, Miranda Lambert, and we got Dirk Bentley and, of course, Luke Holmes, the new boy that broke out with a bang, and uh, McGraw. And then Sunday, little church stuff um, after church music, Old Dominion, Marin Morse, and Keith Urban, Luke Bryant take the stage. So it's going to be a really, really great week. Now, the names you keep rattling off are all appearing at Nissan Stadium in this reserve seating lineup of artists. Again, Thursday through Sunday, starting with Kane Brown, Ballerini, Brothers Osborne, Rascal Flats, Florida Georgia Line on Thursday, Friday, in case you miss Precious, Little Big Town, Thomas Rhett, Dana Shea, Carrie Underwood, all big names, all at Nissan Stadium. Saturday, Pistol Annie's and Miranda Lambert. Of course, she's a member of that, right? Yes. Okay. And then you got Dirks Bentley, Luce Combe, <laughs> and Tim McGraw. And then, as she said, after some church music on the Sabbath, you got Old Dominion, Marin Morris, Keith Urban, and Luke Bryant, and Precious. I assume there's going to be other acts up on stage. They just may not be A-listers. They may be more of the B-listers at Nissan Stadium. 
Yeah, well, there'll be like some of the big listers, but the big thing is there's so many free stages. You've got the Chevy stage, you've got the AT&T stage, you've got free stages all over, up and down from Fifth and from Fifth and Broadway all the way down to First and Broadway. Okay. Now, uh, you can go across ways, you know, from like go across Fourth and across Third, but you can't go down Broadway. They got it blocked off. So after the CMT awards, it really kicks in full gear, blocking the streets. How you know what I mean? Okay. So it's going to be a little bit of a pain in the butt, but it's going to be okay. Now, they are doing a little bit security things this year, which they did last year. Uh, you can only have clear plastic or vinyl bags at CMA Fest. Okay. The max size is 12 by 12 by 6, so I'm hoping. That <laughs> oh, Lord. I feel sorry <laughs> for whoever tries to stop you. No, no big purses are allowed in. Small clutch purses, no bigger than your hand. Okay. They are serious. Yeah. Uh, no coolers, fanny packs, backpacks, or seat cushions. No camera attachments, tripods, monopods, detectable lenses, GoPro devices, things like that. Precious, are you thing- working in an airline these days? You sound like a I'm stewardess. I know. I'm telling you. Well, the reason why I think it's just for security enhancement because um, things may not look what they appear. So they're, I guess they are following the, what I call the TSA security guidelines and said that that's been handed down for mm-hmm. homeland security just because it is a huge convention it's the biggest crowd since this four hundred thousand people that was here for the nfl draft in april right well yeah. s- sadly as we know in 2018 or 2017 sadly the probably worst mass shooting in america happened at a country music concert yes in Las in Vegas. October. yeah so it, there's a reason for all of this plus we just live in a really bad world where you've got it all it takes is one nutcase and you're going to have trauma and we are trying yeah, hundreds to, and lives are destroyed yeah, yeah. Trying and i'm to glad to prevent that. that yeah and that's the biggest thing is prevention and i understand it um i think that now because of the thing a couple of years ago before that mass shooting it would have been a little bit different but now that that's happened they're like okay i understand why we're doing this you know but they really stepped it up because now every all the eyes are on national on a global music fest this week yes. but um that song you're playing by Billy Ray Cyrus, I got some news about well, that. Well, we, we're going to get to that. We got to make sure before we get into Billy Ray Cyrus talk, we cover all things CMA Music Fest, Press. I, I, I hate to in, in, inter, interject here, but we've got to because I don't want to leave out any of this. Precious, if you haven't got your tickets yet, you can still go to CMAFest.com and maybe find out about some fan packages and more. Yes, um, there is actually to get in what they call the CMA Fanfare X, which is the actual Music City Center where all the autograph booths are and all the people are doing autographs. And there is some outside, but the fan club, like the Kentucky Headhunters fan club will be there. Keith Urban's fan club, Miranda's, um, uh, Paul Mutz or Mutz, whatever, can't remember her charity right now. But um, but all that's going to be it, all under the air conditioning it's wonderful and it's only ten dollars to get in and everything outside except for the ascension amphitheater is free so yeah and then the big the the, the biggest cost is like i said the night concerts at nissan stadium mm-hmm. but it's uh, it's really has grown to massive proportions from when it started back in the 60s with loretta lynn's uh, fan club presidents there was three sisters and so it's actually grown into a humongous event yes. and that's an understatement well, again, as you mentioned, you've got some concerts, some of which are free. The Chevy Riverfront Stage, the Budweiser Forever Country Stage, and 
other venues called the general admission on the map and such you can find there but all over nashville all over middle tennessee people getting ready in fact precious just for old time's sake over the weekend while i was in passing through music city on my way back from yankee land i was driving around i decided to go by the old fairgrounds which was where fanfare was held for decades and mm-hmm. I wanted to see what was going on down there because I thought they were building a soccer stadium, and I think they are, but they haven't really started yet, as far as I could tell. But no, precious, they haven't started yet. But precious, in the middle of the afternoon on Saturday, there were already streets blocked off at the old fairgrounds, which is not even really that close to downtown Nashville. And the reason they were doing that is because a lot of RVs, I guess, park there for CMA Music Fest. Yes. Okay, and shuttle, they shuttle back and forth into downtown. Is that what happens? That's what they do. Okay. They rent the spaces there, which is cool because it keeps the riffraff out of town, drop people off and things like that. But even if you think about it, 100, between 140,000 and 150,000 people over a period of three or four days. Actually, it's more than five days now, but still, that's a lot of people to fit in five blocks, you know? Yeah, well, I was, I guess, pleased to see the old Tennessee fairgrounds in Nashville, at least for right now, they, they appear to still be intact and nothing's been torn down for a darn soccer stadium, for goodness sakes. <laughs> no, I know. But 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 I know why it moved downtown. I just don't like the name change. I'm still kind of mad about that. And speaking, speaking of the old days when it was Fanfare Precious, one of the great things about CMA Music Fest slash Fanfare is the fact that it is a chance for the fans not only to come hear great music, but if, if they're lucky... They just might get a picture with their favorite artist, or they might even get an autograph if they're really lucky. They really get to see up-and-comers a lot more, and I know you know a lot about that. But, hey, going back to the early 90s when Fanfare was really booming, there were a handful of artists, Precious, that went above and beyond to connect with their fans. And one of those stars of that era that continues to be a huge fan favorite is Billy Ray Cyrus, Flatwood, Kentucky's own. And he is in the news because Billy Ray Cyrus right now is at number one on the Billboard Hot 100 chart. He's been on that for six straight weeks as he's the featured singer on the crossover hit Old Town Road. Now, Precious, this past weekend... I was driving on my way to see you in Nashville through Billy Ray Cyrus's and your home Commonwealth of Kentucky, and I was listening to a country radio station somewhere around Lebanon Junction, I think it was, and lo and behold, Billy Ray Cyrus shows up on my display as a singer of a song that I had never heard of, but my nine-year-old son said, hey, daddy. We hear that song when we are at school. I'm thinking, what are y'all doing listening to Billy Ray Cyrus in 2019 at your school? But it turns out that this song, Old Town Road, was actually sung by another artist that I'll have to have you pronounce the name. It's a hip-hop artist. Little Nas X, something like that? Yeah, Little Nas X, yes. Okay, and I think he's from Atlanta. And this hip-hop artist has had this song a massive hit in fact there's some controversy about it i don't know if you're ready to cover that or not about this song but little nas x's version of old town road was on the country music chart and then it got kicked off what do you know about that well i know a lot but i've also heard rumors so i don't know which is the truth you know truth or dare or is it truth or fair whichever one it is but uh 
I do know that, you know, it's the same kind of, what are we playing when they had that, um, I got a girl crush, you know, they, feathers got ruffled over that song. That's not going to be the first time radio gets their feathers ruffled or back and forth, if you know what I mean. But uh, they just thought because he is, even though he's a rap artist, they shouldn't be playing on country, even though he's singing a country song. Oh, come on, Press, this is a rap song. When I heard it on the radio, I was thinking, this is a rap station. I couldn't believe I couldn't believe yeah. it was even getting airplay on any kind of country music chart. And by the way, we didn't say it was number one on the country chart. It's number one, Billy Ray Cyrus's version on the Billboard Hot 100 chart. And that's yes, actually the, the country. It's the first time Billy Ray Cyrus has ever been number one on that Hot 100 chart. Even Achy Breaky Heart didn't top the chart. It only went to number four back in 1992. Mm-hmm. That's it. So, and it's his daughter had a number one hit before he did. Miley Cyrus did. Yeah. So how in the world did Billy Ray Cyrus get involved with this? Well, Billy's producer, Don Van Truss, uh, co-penned Achy Breaky Heart. So they had reconnected to work on this record because they said they've always had really, really good luck, just the chemistry and the, and the good karma there. And so he actually ended up um, working on the record with Billy. Oh, okay. And – uh yeah, <clears throat> and so that's how it got to where it is. But uh, I can't remember. Somebody told me said Little Nas X. Those people had reached out to Billy Ray Cyrus's people, or no, Billy Ray Cyrus reached out to Little Nas people for him to come on with a song. They thought it would make a really good thing for him to be added to the record for Old Town Road. Oh, okay. But it's got a hundred and five million viewers since it posted last month. It's not even a month old, and we're up to a hundred five million. Well, that's the music video for Old Town Road that features Little yes. Nas X and Billy Ray as they play bank robbing outlaws in the 1800s, transported to the modern day. I have not had a chance to see that, but again, it's Kentucky meets Georgia in this music video and this collaboration of a guy in Little Nas X who got kicked off the country chart because his so-called rap song wasn't welcome, but now Billy Ray Cyrus is making it go to number one and kudos all around and this is becoming a more and more common thing in fact just today precious you may not even know this there's going to be a brand new radio station in nashville called young country 96.7 and it is owned by jamal polo de don jones who is some kind of rapper hip-hop guy had something to do with kane brown and they're going to debut this new radio station on June 6th. That's tomorrow. And it's going to feature a format mixing country music with hip-hop called Yoko right there in Nashville. What do you think of that? Well, first of all, I'm not surprised because, you know, we've been mixing it together ever since Jason had his duet with, with Lazarus. And um, so we've always been mixing it up. And, you know, CMT sort of helps called CMT Crossroads bringing in Bob Seger and Bon Jovi to mix with country. and well, but that, That's stuff. music. I don't consider hip-hop music, <laughs> Precious. I'm exactly. sorry. I know, but it's a mix. What I'm saying is country with the genre that they have, you know, they're sort of like opening the doors. Anybody that wants to jump in, they're like not going to shut the door. Now, if it was 20 years ago, it might be. But I think that because the, the widespread um, Spotify and the widespread streaming services, it's just opened up the whole world of country even though it's not what they call the normal country, but I think it needs to be separated. What I call the new country and the traditional country and TSA, the songwriters of uh, Tennessee songwriters actually working on to try to get billboard to split the chart. So it's a little bit more fair for independent artists and classic artists like Joe Diffie and them, who's 
having a hard time getting radio airplay. Uh. But yeah, it is. You know, I it's really hard uh, to um, you know uh, Troy uh, boy Troy uh, Cowboy Troy. You know, it was the rapper Cowboy Troy. Yeah, and uh, but once again, they it's been there, but it's just a little bit more because uh, it was not. He did not have the following that that. Um, that little Nas X does. So I think it's what's making it so high profile that it's sort of going ballistic and it's trending well, now about well, his involvement in it. Little Nas X, from what little I know about little Nas X, he was totally unknown less than two years ago. That's the power of this YouTube and all these other streaming deals. They can make somebody a multi-millionaire star overnight, and that's what's happened there. Of course, having Bill Ray Cyrus join your army is not a bad thing either. We're going to go to a break. Precious mentioned something about the CMT Awards, which are going to be broadcast tonight from Music City. We're going to have more info on that when we come back, plus some Thomas Rhett news. But as we go to break, we have a question for y'all. The video for the song You and Tequila debuted on CMT on this date in 2011, and it debuted for which male artist? We'll have the answer after this break as we continue our country music talk with Precious Harris. Technology Truths, brought to you by GEICO. Technology Truths. Truth, you think you can solve any problem by turning your computer off and on. Hey man, is something wrong with your laptop? Nah, I just need to turn it off and on. It's no problem. It's smoking. Yeah, that just means it needs to reboot. Truth, it's so easy to switch and save on car insurance at GEICO.com. And now it's on fire. Happens all the time. It's all good. GEICO, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Message and data rates may apply. Up to eight messages a month. TNC and privacy policy found at purple.com. Reply help for help or stop to cancel. Not to brag, but the Purple Mattress is a pretty big deal. And so is our Purple Memorial Day sale. For a limited time, get up to $100 off and a free set of luxury purple sheets when you buy a mattress. That's up to $229 in savings. Our biggest sale ever. What makes Purple such a big deal? It's the only mattress that gives your back the firm support it needs and the soft comfort you crave at the same time. No matter your body type or favorite sleep position, Dreading those hot summer nights? Purple's one-of-a-kind comfort technology naturally stays cool all night so you don't sweat the bed. Not to mention it isolates motion, is non-toxic, and is made right here in the USA. Because the best rest of your life starts on Purple. Don't miss out on Purple's humongous Memorial Day sale. Get $100 off and free sheets by texting TRY to 84888. Shop the best deal yet by texting TRY to 84888. That's T-R-Y to 84888. You're catering a wedding, and the bride says, Everyone is raving about the hors d'oeuvres. My aunt was asking if you do corporate events. Now is the time when the right business card is essential, and Vistaprint can help. Head to Vistaprint.com, and you can customize 500 cards starting at just $9.99. You choose the paper, the shape, and the finish. Whatever your style, create a card that gives you the confidence to own the now. So head to Vistaprint.com and get 500 business cards starting at $9.99. Use promo code 2424 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 2424. Maybe here I am again Kicking dust in the canyon wind Waiting for that sun to go down 
Made it up more Holland Drive Hell bent on getting high Back into y'all talk with a southern accent John Rawl joined by Precious Harris Author of I Know Country With 366 daily country music questions and answers And you can buy and instantly download Your ebook copy of I Know Country At iknowcountry.com Also Precious is a music career development consultant with an emphasis on new and aspiring artists and songwriters, you can follow Precious's blog at NashvilleMusicLine.com. And here with me today is Precious Harris as we wrap up today's show on Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent. Before we went to break, we posed a question to you all, and that is the video for the song You and Tequila debuted on country music television on June 5th, 2011, eight years ago today. And it debuted for which male country music artist and Miss Country Music, Precious Harris, who's celebrating CMA Music Festival Week in Nashville right now? The answer to this question is... One of my old uh, hanging buddies from the Silverados in the early days, Kenny Chesney. Silverado? Whoa, what, is that some kind of strip club? What's Silverado? <laughs> in the 90s, when I first moved to town, it was a club that we used to two-step at. Ah, and it was Daryl Singletary, Tim McGraw, uh, Kenny Chesney. Um, I don't think Daryl really made it yet, but I do remember, um, oh, what is her name? Oh, my gosh, Mindy McCready. She was there. He used to do the two-step. We would all just gather around there, and we were all, you know, the same, you know, group trying to make it in the industry. They were artists, and I was, you know, centered on music business. Yeah. We used to two-step there, but, yeah, that's uh, – Now, let me, let me ask a very important question because I, I think I may – Actually, my brain cells might still be working here. Don't tell me this place was on Murfreesboro Road in Nashville. It was. <laughs> okay. That's where they <laughs> That's where they filmed that Mark Colley video, Born to Love You, right? That's it. Yep. Exactly. Good well, memory. Hurrah, hurrah. Well, well you know, it, sometimes it works, but uh, I can truly confess I never, ever went there. Now, there used to be a really cool country place up on Gallatin Road in Madison in Nashville, and don't ask me the name of that place, but... These country now it changes to these country. Ah, okay. Well, no, it was denim and diamonds. Denim yeah, and diamonds. that's right. It was denim and diamonds. That's the last time I ever rode one of those mechanical bulls because let's just say it got the best of me. Uh, that's what that Luke Combs song's all about. It's about me riding a mechanical bull. Precious, let's, <laughs> let's talk about the CMT Awards, which are broadcast tonight uh, on CMT live on CMT. <laughs> you can see all the nominees at cmt.com. And the winners, you can watch there on CMT. A lot of stars performing. What more can you tell us about this show that's going to be hosted by Little Big Town? Well, uh, a lot of it's like the best video, the best, um, uh, you know, the best duet video, the best group video. So it's sort of like just a a little bit. uh, They actually started doing it uh, when CMT started getting notoriety and, and went super giant. You know, with the induction of TNN and CMT, actually full fledged. But um, they've got some of the presenter and some of the performances. Uh, one of mine I'm looking forward to, honestly, is um, Dan and Shay. I love those kids. And uh, but Zach Brown Band, Keith Urban's going to perform. And they got a newcomer, uh, Jordan Davis, who uh, actually opened up for one of my clients down in Louisiana. He's a great writer. He had Single You Up. It's got like, I think, 300 million streams now. Morgan Wallen, it was on uh, The Voice. Mm-hmm. 
And, of course, Runaway June, I think it's the granddaughter of John Wayne in that. And then, of course, Tanya Tucker. I'm anxious to see her perform. And uh, and Luke Holmes and, of course, Cole Swindell. He's like uh, the cutest little thing ever. Very, very nice. Very humble about what he's accomplished. And uh, so I'm excited. One of the names I see listed that will be making some kind of appearance on tonight's CMT Awards Tanya Tucker, the purple-haired Tanya Tucker, and I'm starting yeah. to see her name out there a lot more. What? What? Why is she popping up in the news feeds and such? Is she working on something new? Working on a record okay. being produced by Shooter Jennings. Oh, okay. Which is, you know, Waylon Jennings' son. Okay, so that's what she's. That's why you're seeing everything everywhere. But a thing that you know, people are like, what the frick is Brandy Carlisle doing on the awards and Cheryl Crow? They've always had close ties to the country music history just because of the crossover potential. Mm-hmm. But um, I think they're going to be full, you know, because uh, Cheryl Crow, a picture of you with uh, Kid Rock. Yeah. That was an actual thing that talked about. It was written about when Kid Rock left her to go be with Pamela Anderson it was the story behind the song. I heard from Merle Kilgore many years ago, but, uh, but I said, I'm, I got a feeling Kid Rock may just make it a surprise appearance just to give away a war because he only lives like five miles from well, downtown. Cheryl Crow is a national <laughs> area resident, too, so it's pretty mm-hmm. easy to book her for tonight's CMT Awards. Check that out. Let's talk about Thomas Rhett. He is working on something called Beer Can't Fix. What is that? <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, he's got a new record out called Centerpoint Road, mm-hmm. which is literally um, – not even a mile and a half from my house. But anyway, but he was playing golf, him and his buddy, and uh, they decided it was a little hot, so they they started drinking. And, of course, it's so funny how they suddenly they started playing better than they were drinking. Of course, Julian, his friend, looked at him and says, well, we ain't nothing a beer can't fix. Or, well, ain't nothing a beer can't fix. We're both like, oh, my God, we got to write that. And uh, he said as soon as it was done, he knew that, you know, he wanted John on it, and even it was going to be a great, great song. And so it is. All right. It ended up on his uh, record, so I'm excited for him, too. All right. Again, Thomas Rhett, Beer Can't Fix. And again, this week is when he's putting on that special concert that you paid $25 for, or has that already happened? Uh, I think it may have already happened. Okay. Well, I knew. I think. I'll, I'll double check. I think it might have been this past weekend. Yeah. I thought it was too, yeah. Because I remember I've been out of the country, so I'm jet lagged. And I've been out of it. the country too. I've been up in Ohio and Illinois, <laughs> so bear with me here if I seem a little jet lagged too, Precious. Sniffing all that northern air. And yeah, yeah, smog, smog and all. Precious, uh, let's talk about Randy Travis. Believe it or not, he's got a new song out, his first in six years. Randy Travis, who's had a stroke, he's essentially not even been able to talk very much, not able to get around, and now he's got a song out called One in a Row. What more? can you tell us about rt well you know the the stroke actually um was probably i'm surprised uh of course it affected his ability to perform but i'm surprised he shouldn't have lived from it but he did um but anyway but he's got a new song out uh single out they call it and it's called once in a once in a row and it's actually one of the first songs he's had out since his 2013 stroke i can't believe it's been that long ago but anyway but uh he's He's also promoting his memoir he's been working on called Forever, Forever, Amen. Um, and it takes the readers, you know, like the candid, his never before details of the stories behind the song. Mm-hmm. His troubled, youthful, full of drinking and stealing cars, you know, because he had a really, really rough childhood growing up. He had tense relations with his father. 
and a roller coaster ride of 40 years in the music and acting industry through a couple of marriages. I think this is the third marriages he's on. But, um, you know, I will say he's probably one of the most sincere, nicest people you will ever meet if you get a chance to meet him. Well, I haven't had a chance to hear this new song from Randy Travis. Who ever thought you'd say those things together in the same sentence? that he would have another song out but i wish him all the best with this and maybe country radio if they deem this a decent song will give it a fair play and we'll maybe see randy travis knocking off billy ray cyrus on the top of the charts these days now wouldn't that be a blast from the early 90s i would i would love it yeah all right precious let's celebrate some birthdays this week ronnie dunn he turned 50 66 years old rather on yeah. June 1st, congratulations, Ronnie Dunn, who I didn't realize was born in Texas, but reared in Oklahoma. I knew he was an Oklahoman, but he actually was born in the Lone Star State. Of course, Brooks and Dunn got a song and, a, and an album that's done quite well here in 2019. Freddie Fender, who we lost back in 2006, he was born on June 4th, 1937. Of course, one of the great songs from Freddie Fender, Before the Next Teardrop Falls that from freddie fender and finally on uh, this weekend chris young born on this uh, weekend back in 1985 34 years young for chris young all that of your country music birthdays going on now this week in country music we take it back to 1971 and miss never promised you a rose garden lynn anderson was at number one on the country music chart with rose garden and the title track went on top of the country charts there where it stayed at that top position for five weeks it reached number three on the pop charts that same year of 1971 a song written by joe south and first recorded by billy joe royal i didn't know that have you ever heard billy joe royal's take on rose garden i sure have i read up on it accidentally about six months ago Oh, wow. And, of course, uh, Lynn Anderson's daughter, Lisa Sutton, is one of my friends. And uh, so <laughs> she um, – I didn't realize it that um, her dad, Glenn Sutton, who is a famous Nashville musician, thought it was a man song and didn't really want her to record it. But uh, at the end, I guess it looks like the label did went out and she recorded it. And it's the one song that made her the icon that she is for that song. I mean, her song, songs like Otis Redding sitting on the dock of bay that will – put an artist on the map forever and that's that was her signature song yep lynn anderson <laughs> may 5th 1971 number one with rose garden back in 1993 this week conway twitty he died from an abdominal aortic aneurysm and uh that was when i think he was in missouri coming back from branson when he passed away of course known for his big crossover hit it's only make-believe and until night until 2000 he held the record for the most number one singles of any country music act he had 45 number one hits conway twitty aka harold jenkins and he wrote the liner notes for timeless an album of recently discovered conway twitty tracks released by country rewind records you did that's not conway you wrote the liner notes for that timeless so tell me more about that it was uh <laughs> i actually wrote them um and his daughter Joni approved them. Went through that. We yeah, we did, instead of doing the normal four hundred, we had to add a little bit extra, seven hundred uh, words. I think is what it was, which is a really long liner notes. But uh, <laughs> we always try to please the family, you know, and things that request for the records. It looks like that we might be getting in Cracker Barrel, so we got our fingers crossed for that because we'd sure like to get that one in Cracker Barrel if we ever got to have another record back in Cracker Barrel since they changed the marketing department. Yeah, if you get a chance, listen to it. And a little story behind the song. 
original sessions was a room full of musicians with two tracks and Scotty Moore producing it. Mm-hmm. We can't take anything away. We can only add to it. So apparently they had the vinyls. You're supposed to throw away the vinyls. Well, they kept the master that threw away the vinyls. But anyway, but uh, with Conway Twitty, when he sang, we could not take anything. We could only add. So Joni and her husband, John Wesley Riles, actually added things on top to hide the little nasally effect of us. You know, Elvis's guitar player, Scotty Moore. So, but it is, uh, it's definitely a wonderful album because it's, you're going to hear something that you would not normally hear because these tracks have never been released the way they were released and the way they've been produced. So it's, it's actually a rare thing. You've heard lots of Conway records, but not like this one. Yeah. Well, it's only make believe <laughs> the original came out in 1958, a number one song in both the U.S. and the U.K. Well, kind of keeping in. And kind of in line with the Memphis and Sun Records legacy, Johnny Cash, a limited edition forever stamp honoring the man in black, went on sale this week back in 2013. The stamp featured a promotional picture of Johnny Cash taken around the 1963 release of Ring of Fire, the best of Johnny Cash. And I'm sure you probably have seen that forever stamp. I wonder if you can still get it at the good old U.S. post office. I hope so, because it would definitely be a collector's item. Don't, don't you have a copy of the Elvis stamp in your office? I do, framed. Okay, that's what I thought, but you have so much. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to call it junk because I don't want to make you mad, but you've got a collection of stuff in there. A lot it, of frick frack, in it? So if you had Elvis and you had space for one more Elvis picture or perhaps a Johnny Cash or even a Conway Twitty picture to squeeze into your office, what what would you do? <laughs> Oh, man, Precious, come on. Conway (laughs) and also Johnny Cash, they they deserve a little attention from you, too, right? Well, they do on my iTunes, but when you walk in, it looks like Pepto-Bismol. Elvis Presley had a baby. I've seen it. I can can confirm that. You can attest to that, can't you? I can definitely do that. Precious, thank you so much, and we thank you for taking time. I know you're still kind of getting your sea legs back after a very long trip over to Great Britain, but now that you're back and it's CMA Music Fest week in Nashville, Tennessee, you've got a lot on your schedule, and we can't thank you enough for carving out a little time to talk to us. And everybody, don't forget, tonight on CMT, it's the 2019 CMT Awards live from downtown Nashville, Tennessee, and Precious will be right there, and we'll get her take on it next week. It's kind of the official kickoff to CMA Music Festival tonight in Nashville. Thank you very much. We'll talk to you next week. All right, dear. Have a good day, everybody. Bye-bye. Precious Harris, everybody. Well, that will conclude our Y'all Show for this week. Thank you all for listening to the All Southern Program. We'll be right back here tomorrow with plenty of good Southeastern Conference sports information to pass along your way and all kinds of other information from throughout the South. This is Y'all with John Rawl. Thanks for listening. Hi, I'm Paul. I know what you're thinking. Oh, great. Another wireless ad. I know how you feel. And it seems like they're always full of this complicated, tricky language about their networks and offers and blah, blah, blah. Well, Sprint is going to do things differently and let you decide for yourself with their new 100% total satisfaction guarantee. Try it for 30 days, love it, or your money back. See? Simple. Now get both Sprint's unlimited plan and the all-new Samsung Galaxy S10 included for just $35 per month per line for five lines. 
So switch now. Visit your local Sprint store, Sprint.com, or call 800-SPRINT-1 today. 30-day guarantee with new line of service. S10 128 gigabyte, $15 a month after $22.50 a month credit for 18 months credit applied within two bills. But canceled early, remaining balance due. Unlimited basic after 630.20, pay $32 per month per line for five lines with auto pay. Data deprioritization during congestion. Coverage and offer not available everywhere. Speed maximums, use rules, $30 activation fee and restrictions apply. In movies, when someone at a party jumps into a pool fully dressed, everyone cheers them on and jumps in too. Just so you know, in real life parties, nobody jumps in after you. You just look stupid. Come on, jump in. Come on. Most party fouls are pretty dumb, but if you decide to drink and drive underage, you could lose your license and your freedom. Learn more at ultimatepartyfoul.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council.